Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Save Your Sanity Podcast. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. Are you living with the chaos, confusion, and uncertainty that a toxic person loves to create? Is a partner, parent, ex, sibling, child, or coworker causing you to second-guess yourself? That can be crazy-making. I'm here to help you save your sanity. So let's get down to it and figure some things out now. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to Save Your Sanity. I'm Dr. Roberta Shaler. I'm glad you're here. Tonight, we're going to be talking about a very important topic. We need to be able to tell the difference between what's narcissistic, what's self-centered, and what's healthy. And that's a big question that comes up repeatedly. I've done a couple of episodes with with similar talking points in them, but not this distinction among these three things. So I wanted to do that tonight because it's very important that we understand the differences there's so much talk these days about narcissism. It's getting a little bit too common in that when people are maybe self-centered, they're actually being accused of being narcissistic. So we want to understand what those differences are so that we can have a little better ability to decide what's what and what we're actually dealing with. And then to know what to measure it against, what's healthy, what's worthwhile? What will be reciprocal in a relationship? What will actually work? So today I wanted to talk about these differences and then a few things about really healthy functioning. Because so often we're talking about dysfunction. And tonight I want to end by talking about what is actually healthy. So let's get into this a little bit. And if you're enjoying being here, and maybe you're a returning visitor, so I'm glad that you found a reason to return. And if you just found us, I'm glad that you did. And if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. You can make a one-time donation or pledge a little amount a month just to keep us supported and on the air. I hope you'll do that. And it's important for us to understand these distinctions, as I said. So let's just really get into it. Let's talk about what it means to be narcissistic. And <clears throat> narcissistic has a lot of extreme words attached to it because it is all these things. Um, it is being vain. It is being overly self-involved. It is being selfish they do require adoration and validation. They do demand attention. And they have exaggerated sense of self-importance. Now that's huge, right? That's a lot of things that they have this exaggerated sense of self-importance. That means that they put themselves above everybody else. They think people should be paying attention to them no matter who else is in the room. And you know that's true because narcissistic people have this horrible way of ruining special events that are yours. You know, if you've had a success or you've accomplished something or it's your birthday, 
or it's Mother's Day and the narcissist is, is a father, they don't take well to not being the center of attention. So you may have noticed that narcissistic people will ruin any celebration that is not about them. And they will demean you or degrade you or dismiss you or discount you, or they won't show up or they'll cause a fury. And that's the way that you can see that they are selfish and they are demanding the attention beyond them and that it is their self-importance that matters, not you, them. So it's important to recognize that distinction, that this is what we're up against because narcissistic people are really set in their ways. You've probably noticed that. They're very set in their ways. They're always like this. Now, of course, you're going to immediately say, oh, but now and again, and at the beginning of our relationship, it was all about me. It was perfect. But the question is, how long did they sustain that? A narcissistic person can only sustain wooing you, courting you, and love bombing you for a certain amount of time. And then they become petulant, they become resentful, and then slowly, and sometimes very quickly, they become demanding and demeaning. So a narcissistic person is all that, and they do not change. They do not vary except for those times when they really, really want something and they love bomb you. Love bombing means that they are all that you ever wanted them to be. They'll promise you almost anything. They will make plans about anything. They will make it seem like they're a hundred percent on your side, but only for a hot minute. So a narcissistic person plays by those rules, whereas a self-centered person is preoccupied with their self, and they're focused and concerned on their own needs and desires and interests. Preoccupied and focused is very different than completely self-involved. And that makes a huge difference because people who are self-centered, sometimes, you know, they're lonely. Sometimes they don't feel like they're very important. And so they speak up because they want to feel more important. Sometimes they've lived alone for a long time and they're used to just talking to themselves about themselves. Um, sometimes it's a nervous thing. They don't know what to talk about. So they talk about themselves. And self-centered people can make it all about me.com, just like narcissists. However, there are some big differences. And we want to talk about those differences because it's everything. I mean, both narcissistic people and self-centered people, sure, they're focused on themselves. They're focused on, let's talk about me, or as I said, all about me.com. But it's for very differing reasons and coming from very different places um, because self-centered people can be truly empathetic. You know, a person may be, a self-centered person may be talking about themselves and you think, oh, how long is this going to go on? But you say, you stop and say, you know, I've been waiting to talk to you because this happened to me. And they'll turn on a dime and they'll realize, oh, it's time to lean in and be empathetic. And they will, they will talk with you. They will be equal with you. They will be interested in you and it will be genuine. 
and they're truly empathetic, where narcissistic people will fake empathy. They'll pretend they have empathy and because they just want to use you. So they'll listen, but they will turn it around. It'll soon become all about them again, where a self-centered person, once they're comfortable in the conversation, can set themselves aside much more readily. A narcissistic person won't set themselves aside. They won't. They're going to persist. That's what they lead with. That's what they push with. It's all about them. However, a self-centered person may just be filling up the air with conversation about themselves because they don't know how to do it differently. They don't know what to say, and they may be a little nervous. And sure, there are self-centered people who talk about themselves a lot and cause you to roll your eyes. But you can tell the difference because when you do bring up something that's happening to you, a success, a failure, a sadness, something that requires compassion, they have it and they share it with you. They give it to you. A narcissistic person won't be doing that. They don't have that capacity. They have no interest in doing that because they're empathetic only to the degree that it serves their purpose at the moment. You know, I did an episode a couple of weeks ago on is the narcissist unable or unwilling to empathize? You might want to go and listen to that one. Because a self-centered person is absolutely able to empathize and they will where a narcissistic person will only empathize to get what they want. And that's a big distinction because if you're in relationship with a narcissistic person, a hijackal, as I call them, a person with narcissistic tendencies or sociopathic tendencies or psychopathic tendencies or even borderline tendencies, they want to be getting what they want. They need to win all the time. So when you are talking about yourself, they are not the center of attention. And so when you need empathy, they see it as an opportunity to manipulate and control you. So there is a very big difference there and you feel it. And if you are a healthy person, <laughs> or maybe you've had some of this in your background and you've never thought that you were kind of taught how to be familiar around hijackals, then you may not see it for what it is. And you'll lean in, you'll go the extra mile, and you'll think, oh, well, this person will change if only I show enough interest in them. Well, the self-centered person will because they'll relax and they'll know that, okay, I know this person. I don't have to talk about myself all the time. Or if you step up and say, hey, you know, there are two of us here. Let's talk equally. They will excuse themselves and say, oh, I'm sorry. And you will know that they was coming from a self-centered place. But the narcissistic person will not do that. They will not be sorry that they did that. They will think that they're justified. And actually, it's what should happen. They should get all the attention. They should get all the airtime. And they should be the only one who really matters. Self-centered people don't think they're very important. They often feel neglected and they feel basically unimportant. And so when they talk, and they affirm themselves, and they hear themselves affirming themselves, it bolsters them up. 
where a narcissistic person is talking to say, I rule the roost. I am the only one that matters. I am the center of attention and you should feel that way. And believe me, if you don't feel that way, there's something wrong with you. Um, but a self-centered person can and will lean in and listen. They will remember what you said. They will ask you about it. They will return to the conversation. They will demonstrate they were listening. Where a narcissistic person won't do that. Because all they're doing is listening to the blah, 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 waiting for their opportunity to talk about themselves and to get their own needs met. But a self-centered person has empathy. So they're going to have some space for you. I hope that makes sense to you because sometimes it can seem like a distinction without a difference, but it is a big difference because of that lacking empathy piece. And I don't mean that they don't have it, it's that they don't give it. You know that narcissistic people can feign empathy. They know when to do it. You know, they'll do it at work, but they won't do it at home. They'll be empathetic to somebody in your presence to show you, see, I can do it, but I'm not going to do it for you. So it's a big difference there. Very important to notice, you know, a self-centered person is basically saying, I'm wonderful. Listen, let me tell you all the wonderful things about me. Let me tell you what I've done. Let me tell you what I thought. Let me tell you what I feel. And they, they're just saying, you know, I'm, I'm wonderful. I'm worthy of attention. But a narcissist is going to the extreme and saying, I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. And you're not. And that's what makes the difference. Self-centered person is building themselves up in your eyes and their eyes, but the narcissist is saying, building themselves up and then saying, and you are nowhere as good or as important as I am. And you feel that, don't you? You feel that you're being dismissed, that you're being disregarded, that you're really not really not present with that conversation. And you feel these differences very acutely. Um, another difference is that a self-centered person pretty much will color in the lines, within the lines in society. They will play by the rules, their own rules, but generally the rules of society. And when they don't, they will apologize. They will feel something. But that moral compass that they have is not shared with the narcissistic person because the narcissistic person goes, rules? What rules? I make the rules. I run the show. These are my rules and this is the way it is, right? And they are not interested in anything that has to do with how things are supposed to be done. They're only interested in how they want things done how they do things, and why their way is right, and why your way is wrong, and actually why you're wrong. Now, I recently did an episode on shame, and it's very important to understand that narcissists are deeply shamed people. They were shamed very early, and they built armor around that. So go back and listen to that episode on the shame of it all. That's what it was called. That's important to understand, but don't get too empathetic because we can understand that, but it doesn't excuse or exonerate, and we don't want to be enabling their bad behavior because it is unhealthy behavior. 
And we don't want to be condoning it. We don't want to be enabling it. So yes, we can understand where it comes from, but that doesn't mean that we broke it and therefore we can't fix it. So it's important to understand where to stand in that whole equation. Extremely important because self-centered people, they can take feedback. They will act on feedback. And what happens when you give someone who's narcissistic feedback? They tell you you're wrong. They tell you, how how could you be so ridiculous? They deny it. And then what do they do? The coup de grace, they turn it back on you and say, it's you who are wrong. It's you who has the problem. It's you who are the difficulty. Now, how many times have you tried to speak to a narcissistic person about some feeling that you have or some issue in the relationship and you would like to have a candid, heartfelt conversation about it? And as soon as you bring it up, they can't handle it. They turn it right back on you. It happens so frequently. I was speaking with a client today about this very thing. You know, my client is thinking about divorce and she's looking at the ways that that her partner is behaving in the narcissistic realm. And she happened to say something to him, not about the narcissism, but about something that he was doing that was really, really damaging to the children. And she brought it up and he turned it right around on her and said, well, how are you to speak? What kind of a mother are you? And went on and listed a whole lot of things that were totally untrue, had never happened, but the need to defend was strong and the narcissistic person did it. And that's what happened. They can't take any feedback. They can't hear that. That's why I say so frequently, don't poke a hijackal. Don't poke a hijackal. Don't tell them that you think they're narcissistic. It never ends well. You may have had that experience. It simply doesn't end well. So narcissistic people are transactional. What's in it for me? I give you this. What do I get? And self-centered people are more reciprocal. They just have an ebb and flow. So very important. So now let's talk about healthy people. Healthy people live in balance and they they have a balanced view between themselves and other people. They pay attention to themselves, they pay attention to other people. And then they have those three must-haves of a healthy adult relationship that's in episode 115. Healthy relationships, healthy adult relationships are equal, reciprocal, and mutual. Now, those are three things that a narcissistic person will not give you. It's not in their makeup, it's not in their nature, and it's certainly not in their interest because they need to win. So that's not going to happen. So what's healthy? Well, healthy is to give as much credence and as much respect and as much trust and honesty as you can to one another. It's equal. It's okay for you. It's okay for me. Then there's reciprocity. Not a tit-for-tat system, not a scoreboard, but you're in a tight relationship with someone or you think you, then you want 
you know, you kind of can count on each other. You'll do something for your partner. Your partner does something for you. Nobody's keeping score, but it's just give and take all the time. And you can rely on that. You can, you can count on that and you feel comfortable and you feel cherished and you feel taken care of and you feel stable and certain and the trust grows and the intimacy grows. And that mutuality is that a person knows us so well, they know what we want what we need, and they want us to have that. And they give that to us freely. You know, like in that early edition of Grey's Anatomy, where they talked about who's your person. You know, you need to have a person. Well, mutuality is what you find in your person. That person who knows you well and wants for you what you want for yourself and is willing to help you get it. You're not going to find that in a narcissistic relationship at all. And you may find it in a self-centered person. They may be able to extend beyond and reach out and help you to offer you equality, reciprocity, and mutuality. A healthy person is open, able to hear things, not take everything personally, can respond to things without reacting to things, can ask questions because they don't have to pretend they know everything. Healthy people don't make assumptions, they ask questions. You know, I remember my three kids mostly alone, and I remember my youngest was at home, and I would just remember him. I know the other two did it as well. And and he would say to me, well, I know you're not going to let me go on Friday. And I would say to him, hey, okay, so you're making an decision. Was there a question in there at all? <laughs> and he would say, all right, can I go on Friday? And, you know, half the time, sure, you can go. But he was just used to making assumptions, and that's what people do. When they're afraid of hearing no, they make assumptions and answer their own question. So <clears throat> healthy people can ask a question and hear yes or no and be okay with that. They don't have to hear yes because their self-esteem depends on it. And so this, this makes a difference. You can see clearly between narcissistic, self-centered, and healthy approaches to life because you can be open. You're not afraid of the world. You're not afraid of being shamed. You are balanced within yourself. And if you're not, you can always get some help with that. Or if you're in a narcissistic relationship and you know that you need some help with that, you can find that as well. And if you want my help with that, of course, you know, you can go to beaclient.com. So let's talk about healthy balance more. They will speak and they will listen equally. A healthy person will lean in and listen well, remember what's being said, ask questions about it because their empathy shows that they're interested. That's healthy. And they will speak up when they need to. They will have healthy boundaries. They will be able to say what's good for them. And, you know, I talk about it frequently, the personal weather report, this system that I created and is in my book, Kaizen for Wolves. You know, you have the right to say what you think, what you feel, what you need, what you want, what you remember, and what you prefer, just because you take up breath. The only difference is that you can't say the word you about, <laughs> you can't put it on anyone else. You just speak about yourself. You can speak about yourself as long as you're not doing comparisons and you're not talking about the other person. 
So in that, in that speaking and listening, you can get a nice give and take going and you feel heard and you feel um, glad that the person could speak up and speak with you. And so that is healthy. And there's another balance that's very important. That's the balance between compassion for others and self-compassion, that you have compassion for yourself. And a healthy person has the balance. If I could take a word out of the English language or a sentence or a phrase, there are two that I would take out. One of them I'd put right here and take it out immediately, and that is give until it hurts. That is a very, very sad thing that is said. Because if everyone were giving till it hurts, everybody would be hurting. And what giving till it hurts means is that you had no self-compassion. There was no place where you recharged yourself and you gave to yourself equally as you give to others. So you stay in balance. And that's extremely important to do too. So these distinctions are important for us to understand that there are these shades of being that if we go from narcissistic through self-centered to healthy, we have some clear distinctions. And I hope that's helpful to you because sometimes I get the question, how do you tell if a person is a narcissist or just being a jerk? <laughs> well, I would I say narcissists are, can all be very much jerks, but a jerk can be a person who says an inappropriate thing at an inappropriate time or hides their their anxiety or their uncertainness about who they are by saying things that don't fly very well. But it's important for us to understand that when we have these distinctions among narcissistic, self-centered, and healthy, that we can stop using this term narcissistic for everybody who seems to want to talk about themselves, because there are distinctions here. Narcissistic really are patterns, traits, cycles, and behaviors that we can enumerate. And I do that in my program, um, seeing the cycles, that's an important program. If you think you're with someone who's narcissistic, also you can go over to um, to my website and you can go to relationshipchecklist.com and there you will find several checklists, one of which is, is my partner a toxic hijackal? There's a checklist for that. There's a passive aggressive checklist. So you know if it's passive aggression that you're, you're facing. There's a relationship checklist. So you can check the health of your relationship. And then there is a personal integrity checklist for when you're wanting to see if you are in fact living your values. So you can find that at relationship checklist. And you know, you can always find me at for relationshiphelp.com. That's where my podcast lives. That's where my blog lives. That's where my store lives. And you can learn a whole lot more about me. So I, I hope that this has been a helpful distinction for you because it will help you know whether a person is 
really narcissistic. And that's very important to know because there's not going to be much change that happens. And if you're hopeful that there will be change, if you can love them into changing, if you can make yourself into a pretzel for them and do everything they ever wanted you to do, that they will change. You know that doesn't happen because a narcissistic person tells you how they want things, you do them exactly as they wanted them, and then they say, whatever made you think I wanted that, I want something different. And they always are moving the markers. But self-centered people are not like that. They just keep returning the conversation to themselves. And that's easily broken, because you can have boundaries about how your relationship will work. So I hope these things have been helpful to you. I'm always here for you at For Relationship Help. If you want to use my new client one-time offer of a full hour session, you can do that at beaclient.com. That's always there for you. So until we speak again, take very good care of yourself. Take very good care of yourself because you matter and you need to demonstrate that to yourself. And that includes noticing if you're around a narcissistic hijackal and make some decisions to keep yourself safer. Talk soon. Thank you for joining me on the Save Your Sanity podcast today. I hope you've had some new insights, some ideas and strategies to help you gain clarity and confidence for moving forward toward greater emotional health and safety. You deserve that and so do your children. If you found value here and would like to support this podcast with a dollar or five each month, please do so at patreon.com slash saveyoursanity. Learn more about how to work with me via video conference, join my optimized circles, or subscribe to this podcast on my YouTube channel at my website, transformingrelationship.com. Talk soon. Talk soon.